And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. I'm down to dunk And I'm down to dunk I'm down to dunk This is J-Dub and I'm down to dunk I'm Shea Gibbs Alexander and I'm down to dunk This is Lindy Waters and I'm down to dunk I'm Mike Muscala and I'm down to dunk this is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schleck. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. <sighs> Haven't done this in a while, but just want to tell you guys how I feel today. But I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Slam through and Taylor. May the force be with you. Uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. God, Andrew, I'm trying to give. I was like staring at you. Softballs at him. Just trying to give you the easiest one that could. Be. I almost got it. You did. The better way to do it, probably. <laughs> I'll find an easier one next week. The only way to do it is, is to make to, it to where we both have to answer. Like you have to wait to the completion of the quote before you can answer. Yeah, that's probably or, appropriate. Or I just text him before. Yeah, just tell him. Oh, Text him the no. answer before. Return of the Jedi. <laughs> oh, yeah. It could be. There are oh, many options. Wait a second. Rise of Skywalker. This just says Star Wars 1977. That's the original one. New Hope, man. Come on. Oh. But they also say it like in every movie, probably. Yeah, I got probably. it. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I don't know. That was actually a trivia question. Is what's the phrase in each... Like, each one of the movies has this phrase... Anyway, that was one of oh, Alex's trivia questions. Wow. Well, it's amazing. What a boring it, night in the NBA last night. And Jay. It's me, Jay. It's me, Jay. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's a me, Jay. Did y'all um, see the new Mario Brothers? Yes, uh, my trailer? kids. <laughs> my kids awesome. flipped out. They, they flipped out. They ran through the house. I was in my room, and they, they said, Dad, you've. You've got to come in here. They're just all screaming. Like, you have to watch this trailer. And it's great. They were like... For their credit, it's great. They dropped like five trailers in the last few days. So you've got Mario Brothers. Yeah. Looks amazing. Yeah. Cocaine Bear. Have you seen that one? I watched that trailer. Looks amazing. It does look amazing. <laughs> it looks, I was like, what in the world? But it's kind of a... It, I don't know. It feels like it hits the right genre. Anyway, yeah. But um, the new Indiana Jones. Didn't see that. No, nope. didn't see that. That how's one's he, out there though. How's he still doing things? Uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Oh, he's still doing that. Looks horrible. Yeah. yeah, horrible. And then the new Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow, hmm. that one I will watch. Comes out in May. Nice. It's gonna. Will be we May. even make it? I don't know. Make it. I feel pretty confident, but you feel good right now. Yeah. Do you think you'll make it to May? Yes. Proud of you. Personally, it's Proud great. You. Yeah. You think? Uh, Jalen Williams will make it until May. Oh, like oh great transition! Uh, no, he'll be, the season will be over by then. Yeah. 
uh, for yeah, them. Yes, it will. Uh, he will not make it until May, but he did win the Western Conference Rookie of the Month for October and November. Does that feel like most of the good rookies are in the East? Well, the two best rookies are Paolo, in the East. Ben Matherin. That's, I mean, th- those are the two best rookies. And then who it, else is out there? Jabari Smith. Yeah, Jabari's been not good. Except for when they play the Thunder. Yeah, except except then. I, I can't, I haven't, I don't think I've been able to, have we potted since then? Potted? Potted. Potty. Have we potted no. anything Potty. since no, then? No, because that was on Saturday. Have we pottied? Pottied. Uh, I've, that was genuinely one of the worst sports nights in my entire life. Is so it, I'm uh, watching in Oklahoma history three games happening in my life yeah. that night that I'm paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Number one, OU versus OU versus Texas Tech. Yep, that was a good game. No, oh, it was pig, a bad game. They sorry. blew it. Pigskin. Oh, okay. they blew it. Yeah, pigskin. Number Chuck, two. Chuck at the same it, time, the I'm egg. watching the Rockets just annihilate the yeah, Thunder. It's bad. Yeah, which is the most narrative creating game there possibly could be. And I hated it. Yeah, I had conversations going on in my mentions between Rockets fans and Thunder fans oh, no. for oh, days. The and giddy, days the and days. giddy hate from Houston is so wild. Anyway, and then the third one is I'm at the same time, like in my peripheral, I'm watching Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley mm. destroy, destroy Notre Dame and basically lock up the Heisman for Caleb Williams and a playoff spot if they win tomorrow for the Trojans. Yeah. What feels like um, bad. What the worst, like the biggest injustice in your life, in, in sports injustice? I was about to say, was uh, it when? <laughs> nothing to do with sports. <laughs> sports injustice, but look, I'll give you two. Was Katie winning a championship in Golden State? Did that feel worse than this Caleb Williams stuff? In oh. Well, the Kevin Durant stuff felt inevitable. Yes, that's true. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Kevin Durant joining the 73-win Warriors, it felt inevitable they were yes. going to win a title. Oh, well, right. It okay. felt like they had already won the title. I actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually feel more vindicated by those the narrative surrounding KD hmm. and those championships actually is more vindicated than feeling like an injustice. You mean today? Yes, there's nobody that looks at those two and thinks, oh, oh. really, look what KD did. Well, and the wow, fact... Wow, how proud. And, oh, right, that's know, true. Like, and the fact that everybody like, grades that yeah. with an asterisk. Yeah, and the fact that the Nets have just fallen apart because right. of like, yeah. decisions made by him is just like... It It, it softens everything. It, it really it, does. That's why I'm more okay. I'm like, I can move on. The Lincoln Riley one is hard. I don't know how really good USC is because they, if you, and I'm not trying to spend too much, they haven't played anybody. Mm-hmm. Like they beat UCLA. Their big wins UCLA. They beat Notre Dame. Like two kind of middle of the pack teams. Obviously better than OU this year. Mm-hmm. And, but at the end, for me, is I'm like, if they are at least at the level of some of those OU teams were in the last four years, the playoff is going to be TCU, Georgia. Michigan and potentially USC. I mean, I don't. I think they could actually maybe perform better in the playoff than any OU team of the last four years. That's when you will see me just banging my head yeah. against the wall. Like if they win the whole thing, I will lose my freaking mind. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to delete my Twitter for a while because it's just a vast wasteland of hot takes. You, they win the whole thing. Caleb Williams, Heisman, Lincoln Riley, richest man in the whole world. It's, uh, Immediate great. success. Yeah, that would be a pretty substantial 
frustration point. And that's why Jalen Williams winning the rookie of the month. It was perfectly timed. It was perfectly timed because it was right after he scores twenty five points and basically wins the games for wins the game. Twenty seven points. Twenty seven. Uh, and Got that huge shot, three set. Well, he hit the shot that basically the put it up, put it down, put, put up. it up, put it one, put made it up. one the game. Uh, <laughs> what just happened? I don't know. Jay, Jay just had a seizure. Kept reaching, kept reaching. <laughs> Jay's already through his entire coffee this early. I think that's what's happening. And uh, <laughs> and then he went and made those two free throws. But he was awesome. He's the reason they won. I was so yeah. once again. I I don't want. I don't need this team to be. A top five team in the West. They can't be. But don't give up 77 points in the first to half the to the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, that felt depressing at halftime. Like, where you're like, I, it's, I, it's like, why are we playing so bad against all the bad teams? They I were, had some text in my drafts ready to ride for you guys. But luckily, cooler heads prevailed. I was like, they don't want to hear me just talk about, like, does this team have a fundamental flaw? <laughs> <laughs> is Mark the right guy? Like that's where I was going. It's like I can't. You can't give up seventy-seven points. And Mark, is Mark a good coach? That's where I was headed. Hey, third quarter thunder. They showed up, except for against Houston. Except for against Houston, when it really mattered. Yeah, with this the only game. Like it's kind of like a, an OU or God, OSU season. So you beat Texas, you beat OSU, but vice versa. Yeah, it'll make up for all that. Like just beat Houston. I don't care yeah. if you lose 10 in a row. Beat Houston. Right. Just please beat the Well, Rockets. I was so mad about during that Rockets game was how their talent was just, like, really showing out. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. like, like, all of Houston's talent is all is all I saw. It was just Jalen Green, step back three. He, how many threes did he hit in a row before he missed? I think six. Teen. Million. It was. It was, was a lot. You know, those are, these are stats that I just didn't, don't care to remember. I know it felt terrible. I remember last year, right? That game felt so. Last year, early in the season, the Rockets blew him out too. Really? And then yeah. the Rockets like, came back, and then OKC blew him out and killed them. OKC, yeah, killed them in Houston. Yeah, early so mad. Yeah, but you know, this is why Jalen Williams winning the Rookie of the Month is so good. Uh, great sports justice feels yeah. great. That's that's two months that he has been a better player than Jabari Smith Jr. That's right. That's uh, two months of staring down a mistake at number three in the draft. Yeah, I mean, the other guys in the West. Chet Holmgren. Keegan Murray with the Kings. How's he doing for the Kings? He's doing all right. He's had some injuries. Um, Shaden Sharp. Oh, man. Do you see the dunk he had against yeah, the Lakers? Yes. Holy. Ridiculous. Dyson Daniels with the Pelicans. Jeremy Sohan. Um, he did. Did he even play for the Spurs the other night? No, he's he's injured. Yeah, uh, and that's really that's really about it. Tari Eason as well with the yeah. Rockets would be another one. How is Pop coaching that team? I can't imagine that he's not just like. Why, is why am I doing this? Cashing yeah. checks, man. He said it at the beginning of the season when people asked him like, "What continues to motivate you?" He said, "The money." The money. Yeah, that makes me. He feel really needs more. What if he? What if he's just like. Terrible with money. <laughs> I need this. It's like I really, I would, I wouldn't be coaching right now if I didn't. Took out a second I'm mortgage. Not, I'm not talking home. about retirement, yeah. man. I'm talking about survival right now. <laughs> you should see my bills. Yeah. No, I mean he he said that, and I mean he's not going to coach that much longer. I mean it's. He it's also like, said whatever. he would retire when Timmy retires. I'm telling you, he has some unpaid debts to some scary people. 
Yeah. He's, he's, he's trying true. to pay it he's off. A gambler. That's he's a gambler. He's a gambler, man. Yeah. That would be shocking, right? Yeah, that would be shocking. What, but there's a lot of things about Pop coming out that are probably that are a little <laughs> shocking. <laughs> what are your guys' thoughts on, on J-Dub's season? And then like, what kind of ceiling... Are, are we looking at him? This is not a right time for me to do this, Andrew. I don't know. I this see. Said, yes, I see this him. is the exact time. Actually, <laughs> this is it. Go ahead, Taylor. I was just thinking, how many, how many more, you know, player of the months does he have to win before he starts dating a Kardashian? That's and then ruins his it. Future. He's going to be a star. Mm. And I think he's so. going to get hit with the Kardashian curse, and I think I think wow. so. Like I feel probably. This, I don't know if this is even a leap, but I feel better about his ceiling than I do Giddy's. Just because of what we know Giddy's limitations are, I, I don't see the same. I don't see any. Really, if you look at Jalen Williams, like I don't see anything in him that I'm like, oh, if he can just figure this out. Now, I know shooting yeah. would be the one. Can he be more consistent than the three-point line? Yeah. But some of that is just having the opportunities, and he's still a rookie. But he, has, he also has a baseline of shooting, and he shot it really yeah. well at Santa Clara, yeah. too. Yeah. But, where man, you're like, I think he'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. He's the best. Oh, I want to make sure. Yeah, he's the best dunker on the team. Yeah, him or Baisley. The dunk he had, I don't Wiggins. know how it didn't get more love. He had that dunk on the baseline where he, yeah. I think it was a foul as well. Yes. He should not have dunked, and he is so, so long. Yeah. Like, it's noticeable, yeah. his body, yeah. how long his arms are on the floor. Like, it's, I don't know, man, I... I am incredibly hyped for J Dub. Like, yeah. incredibly hyped. He's the perfect kind of guy to, to. I don't know if it's a sixth man kind of. I I like him in the starting lineup. Yeah, I do too. Like, could he be your three? And I think he's and he plays efficient basketball too. Mm-hmm. Like he was really efficient in that game, but then overall, he only takes efficient shots. Like he takes shots at the rim, which he's shooting really well at the rim. He'll take wide open threes. Which he needs to improve at, but he's good passer, good ball handler. I feel yeah. like he has so many facets to his game offensively that I think he's been trying to figure out, you know, what combination of all these things that I can do like make sense for this team or in the NBA. Yeah, you know that that pick and roll pass to Jang during that Spurs game was just like whoa. I know it's like I didn't I we hadn't really seen that. Yeah, he hadn't yeah. had a chance to really do that. Yeah. And so you just he just has to get more comfortable playing with Shea. And obviously he's comfortable enough to win Rookie of the Month. But, I mean, you look at his stats on, like, the the banner for Rookie of the Month. And it's like... I know, I half, wish they didn't put those half on. Half of Ben Matherin's stats, you know? Right. He's like 10 points to Matherin's 19. But the truth is, like, the field goal percentage is a big deal. 52% from the field. Like, that's impressive. And he's playing a role where Matherin comes into the game and it's like, yeah, it's Matherin time. Like, yeah. let's like let's go. And so he hasn't really done that except for in that Spurs game. And we also have to give a, a nod to the Spurs for being just the worst team in the league by far. I mean, that is the worst team in the NBA. Like, worst They're, defense, worst offense. That's a bad, bad team. And it's clearly setting up for them to get Wimby. As I I called it. He a is the weeks most ago. Spursian, yeah, guy know, there is. It really does feel that way, unfortunately. Which is fine, actually. I think that's just because he's French. I just do not want him. It's true. I just don't want him in Detroit or Houston. I know. I don't care about anywhere else. Charlotte, perfect. San Antonio, fine. Orlando. Has anybody fine. French ever out. played in Detroit? 
Yeah, no. Killian Hayes. Oh, right now. He's French? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> there you go. Hey, he's doing better. Yeah, he's doing better. Played well last night. Congrats, Hayes. Got, got the win. Good job. Pistons, I think. <laughs> what are the Pistons doing? I don't know. What's up with them? So, Ben Matherin's playing. He's played number one in 21 games versus Jalen Williams, 18. Mm-hmm. He's getting... Unfair. He's getting five and a half more shots a game, but shooting worse percentage on those. Like, there are some parts of it where it's not necessarily comparing apples to apples. Matherin's shooting 40, 40% from the three-point line, which is incredible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's Ben, ben Matherin's... I mean... He's going to have one of the best rookie campaigns in recent memory. Mm-hmm. On almost six attempts from three, too, yeah. per game. Man, they that's He's the Pacers. The Pacers, good job. They're kind of fun. Yeah. Well, just even if you just deplete the whole rest of the team but keep Halliburton and Matherin, yep. like that's what you need to be doing, mm-hmm. which is what they probably will do. Yeah. A Carlisle revival. Yeah, Carlisle revival. Carlisle revival. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to see if. If they'll actually do it, you know. Yeah, Pacers love the middle. They're fine with the middle. They're content with that. I mean, they're in the playoffs currently. I mean, if they can keep this pace up, I don't know if they can pace. Um, uh, what's funny is like the sliding doors moment for the Kings. Like the Kings could have Matherin and Halliburton right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Well, they well the I knew they had hey, this is they not the fourth s- pick. This is not the season to dump on the Kings. I'm not man. dumping. I'm just saying it's you're a sli- dunking. I'm dunking. It's a sliding doors moment. Would you rather have Halliburton and Matherin or the current iteration of the Kings? Mm, Halliburton and Matherin. Because you could have traded, then you could have still like traded Fox and gotten whatever. You, you know, know what's great about this? I feel like everyone just, with the Kings, you always go back, not you, everyone. Mm-hmm. We always go back and we're like, the Kings could have had this and this and this. Yeah. If you focused on other teams, you could probably do that to them for yeah, a but, lot of years too but there's something so natural about doing it to the kings that we all just well no other team is no other team has missed the playoffs for 17 years yeah not to mention the fact that they make the most out loud that's rough, true questionable trades well, like you could go back to the thunder and be like all right so picks. if yeah. the thunder kept danny green and chris paul and al horford like mm. what kind of team could they put together like yeah. they could have had a good squad for a few years but it's like Nobody, when those trades happened, were like, oh, what are they doing? But mm-hmm. when when the Kings traded Halliburton for Sabonis, everybody was like, uh, what? Mm-hmm. It was like their first good draft pick in forever. <laughs> and they traded him for a guy that the Pacers were like, you know what? We like him, but he is really messing up our vibe up here. <laughs> yeah, and he's <laughs> hard to build a team around. We'll trade you. and. <laughs> And a lot of the success that the Kings have had this year is because of Domas. Mm-hmm. Like Domas has been really, really good for them. But also, like I think you would much rather have Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, like have, just having a a creative guard like that is so much harder to find than a what is he like the tenth best big man in the league? Yeah, and doesn't defend. The Pacers aren't just in the playoffs. They currently have home court advantage through 21 games in the season. If the playoffs ended today. The season ended today. Dang it. If the playoffs ended today. They're the seven season and, would be over. They're 7-3 and three in their last <laughs> 10. Man, the I'm saying. I'm saying. The Celtics. Okay, if there's, yeah, if there's finals yeah, right now. Without question. The Celtics are unbelievable. Yeah, they're really good. Celtics. 
You yeah. say it would be Celtics Suns? No. I mean, yeah, it's like yeah, if you just took if it was just yeah. a one seeds. I don't really believe in the Suns. I don't really either, but I think that's just because we've already seen them get there and then fail. Apparently. Yeah. And it's Chris Paul. And it's like And it's Chris Paul. And we and we're we're learning that there's the Kardashian curse that exists with Chris Paul now. So Oh, I did not realize the Blazers after their hot start have been two and eight in their last ten. They have two Bad. players cursed. Bad on their team. Yeah, they have two Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah. Although she's technically a Jenner. Uh, it's still Kardashian family. Also, does the Chris Paul thing count? Like, do you have to be dating or is just, you know, this situation? Maybe you don't get cursed. Maybe you I just think like, it's, you I know, think it's less of touch like darkness. I think it's less of like trying to figure that out and more looking at what has happened. Hmm. The every turn that Chris Paul takes, there's always just like something like catastrophic. Just like, how did that happen? Yeah. Like, oh, he. Why did he play so badly in the NBA Finals? Mm. You know, why in the last one minute of that game, game five in Oklahoma City, in round two, did he just, like, he just let go of the rope there? Kardashian curse. It's hard because I also don't believe Kanye West about anything. Hey, so I want to ask a question. Well, my my question about that is where did he get that picture from? <laughs> Some people are just turning on this podcast and have no idea what we're talking about. He went it's on that podcast. It's work. Kanye West. Like he even I and even even that stuff gets to me. <laughs> he went on. He went on like basketballreference.com and just no. He didn't. There's like a hedge fund manager in a photo above him. Oh my gosh! I believe amazing. it. I believe. I only it. saw a part of the picture. I mean, this would. This would. This is what. This would be a perfect deep dive. This would be a perfect deep dive. Because, listen, do you know what else Kanye said yesterday? I believe him. I think he's saying everything that he thinks right now. Is he now. purging truth right now? Yes, I he think say, he's, Is that when he was on InfoWars and said, I like Hitler? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So I think he's on I think one he's, right now. He's just and purging I think he's, any truth out oh, of dude, his mind. That, Man. Yeah, including whatever. just throwing Chris Paul under the bus, completely under the bus. But I imagine Chris Paul texting like other people that know, like LeBron and Carmelo. Oh like, my, yeah. What is this guy doing? <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what, this is so bad. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, but I can tell you, this is just, this is just a sign. There is zero chance the Suns win the championship this year zero zero hey let me ask you i want to so one of the things that we say a lot in the early part of the season is 20 games into the season then you can start making kind of assumptions on what these teams are that's when you kind of discover it's true what these teams are so i'm going to go through just a few random teams and just talk about where they are in the league and then what their record is and i want you all to tell me if where they're where they're at will be where they end at the end of the season, mm-hmm. right? Is that fair? Yep. All right. Fair. So let's start in the Western Conference, okay? Okay. So the one that's the most surprising. Well, there's two that are most surprising that are outside of the plan right now. The Mavericks are ten and eleven, mm-hmm. and they're currently in eleventh. And then the Lakers are eight and twelve, mm-hmm. and they're currently in thirteenth. So if you look at those two teams. Where will they finish at the end of the season? Is is where they are at this point indicative of where they'll be at the end of the season? Lakers, absolutely, yes. The okay. Lakers, the mm-hmm. Lakers stink. That team is not good. Um, the Mavericks will make the playoffs, and they still have a positive point differential. 
Yeah, where like the Blazers don't, the Timberwolves don't, the Clippers don't. Guess what I saw about the Mavericks? They have not won an away game in 34 days. That's wow. wild. They're one and eight over the season. Okay, so going into the teams that are in the play-in, mm-hmm. you've got the Timberwolves are at nine, yep. and they're eleven and eleven, and then you have the Jazz who are at seven, and they're mm-hmm. thirteen and eleven. Mm-hmm. Of those two teams, who do you think is most likely to stay in, and who's going to fall out? Oh man, <laughs> I like this. <laughs> I think that Timberwolves team is just garbage, man. They're they're not good, but. Their saving grace right now is that Towns got hurt. Yeah. yeah. Except for the first game after that, Gobert had like his worst game ever. Yeah, that's because Towns is the only person that's actually trying to get Gobert going on offense. Have you seen like these people cut up clips of how many assists? Yeah, to they, Gobert they from won Towns? the game though. Yeah. You know, they won the game. Like that's all that matters. Like Gobert's stats don't matter, they didn't matter in Utah. Right. For sure. That's People true. People talked about screen assists for crying out loud. Like that's what they that's how they talked positively about him. It's like, oh, number one in screen assists still, you know. Like that's what that's what will happen in Minnesota. It's just the fact that Towns is like he's like the biggest sucker in the league. He's he really terrible. Is. He's just not he's not good. I think that people walk people walk into games with him and and see him and they say, That's the biggest sucker in the NBA. He stinks. We're we're gonna toast this guy. He's and terrible. Here's the thing. You say that he's bad, he's terrible. He's not bad. He's not terrible. He's not a winning player. He's, he's not a winner. Known he's a loser. loser. He is Carl a loser. Anthony Towns. Yeah. Known loser. He is. Speaking of TJ Warren. TJ Warren, known loser. Back. Returning. T-T-T-T. Yeah. He's going to really help turn the Nets around. I was going to say, that's exactly what the Nets have been needing, is like a scorer <laughs> that can't defend. Wow. Great. <laughs> well, they, they keep, it's funny. Like there, It like keeps coming up as if it's news. Like, oh, TJ Warren's coming back. You know, like, yeah. Big, great. Big whoop. Yeah. He's, when has he ever helped anybody win basketball games ever? In the Speaking bubble? of the Timberwolves. In the bubble. Not real. Tomorrow night, Oklahoma City is in Minnesota. How have we played them eight times already? I, yeah, it is very I'm front done. loaded. I'm over it. I'm yeah. glad that we don't have to see Towns' face yeah, me during too. that game. They could the Timberwolves will probably win because known loser Cat is sitting down. I mean, they also won the two games with Cat. Not because of him. No, sure. <laughs> in <laughs> spite of him, he has not been great. Okay, so that's the plan. So the Jazz, where do you think the Jazz end up? Like, how many levers are they going to pull around the trade deadline? I'm not sure. I think these next few, I think these next two weeks are going to determine a lot for them. If they're still in this spot, in two determine weeks, what like if they go for it or if they or yeah, stay take competitive. It all. Yeah, yeah. They're three and seven in the last ten. I mean, that's a problem, but they still have a, I mean, pretty good point differential. Yeah, I mean, right now it's going to be tough for them to get in the bottom five, but it's not too late. <laughs> so, I mean, if they traded Markkanen. Yeah, but how? I mean, that's is that not a guy that you want to try to keep? I don't know. Yeah, good question. How old is Markin? Twenty four. Yeah, twenty four, twenty five. Like Shay's age. Yeah. No. I don't know. Is that somebody you really want to build around? Mm. Like, honestly, I don't know how else honestly. you tank hard enough to get the next guy. He's with, a type. with him being on. You just got to sit him. They'll have to pull levers like Oklahoma City, where basically All Star break on he pulled something and he won't play again yeah i don't know 
I'm not sure if he. I don't know what they want to do. They could they could make the play in. Oh yeah, I think they're good enough to make the play in. I don't think they're like they were at number one in the West at one point. Like they're certainly not that. <laughs> I would love if the play in was like Jazz versus Minnesota, and Jazz won. Yes, that would be amazing. I'd love that. That would be great. They would definitely win. I would especially love since the Jazz have the Timberwolves pick. So not only would they win, <laughs> they would also get the better of the two picks. Um, so going to the top six, I think for the most part, you look at the top two Suns, nuggets, one and two. Yeah. Yeah. Pelicans are at three. Yeah. Yeah. Grizzlies at four Clippers at five and the Kings at six. Any of those teams do you think is outperforming where they will eventually land or underperforming where they'll eventually land? The Kings are definitely outperforming where they land. You don't think that they've actually just kind of turned the corner? They have a 117 <laughs> defensive rating. <laughs> they can't make a billion shots forever. Yeah. So where do you have them? I disagree. Until we see them not make a billion yeah. shots. No. Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter's fun. He's very MVP. fun. Malik Monk. Six man. He's awesome. Keegan Murs. Keegan Murray. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Yeah. Uh, they're fun. They're very fun. I like fun. it. No deep boy. Sabonis. No deep boy. <laughs> no deep boy. They're very fun. I mean, you have to play defense at some point. I think that they could score 118 points every game for the rest of the year and have a defensive rating of 117.9. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's. It, I, but I you still know. have them hanging in to the play in. To their credit, it's 113. Is their defensive rating, okay. their offensive rating. <laughs> to their credit. 200. <laughs> to their credit, it's still terrible. Fifth just in, not as bad. Fifth in the league at 116. They're plus 2.4 net. I mean, that's great. That's great. The, I just don't. It's. I think it's just really difficult to make, <laughs> to do well in the NBA and have a bottom 10 defense. You know? It's yeah. just really tough. I mean, these are. What's doing well, though? Making the play if they made the playoffs this year, they made the playoffs and not just the play in. Yeah, top six. Throw a parade, like you've done it. You have, you've I, broken the curse. I think they have to do the play in in order for the curse to actually break, though. You know, like you can't skip a step. I feel like they need to do, get hey. to the play in, beat. I don't know who would it be that they have mean, to beat. You've got. I mean, I would recommend just making the playoffs if if, poss- if possible. Yeah, just skip the plan because what will just what will take that curse and expand it for eternity is getting to the plan and losing in the first two if games. You lose in the, going yeah, back if you home. lose in, in the play in, and then everybody's like, "Yeah, it doesn't count, doesn't count, doesn't count," then what? Then you're just like stuck in basketball purgatory. No, you know what it is. They're going to get in the plan, and it's going to be Golden State. And they're going to have to outshoot Golden State, and they're going to do it. It would actually be really fun. I think they could do that it. That would be a really I fun I think they matchup. could do it. Well, the, the, the really difficult part, though, for the Kings is, like, if, you, if they don't make it this year, I mean, next year the Thunder are going to be better mm-hmm. and, like, fighting for playing spots. Like, the Blazers aren't going anywhere. The Timberwolves can't go anywhere. The Warriors aren't going anywhere. Clippers, Memphis, Pelicans, Nuggets, Suns. I mean, you're not guaranteed just because you took a step this year to get back there next year. Yeah. Like a good team next year is going to miss. I know there's too many good teams in both conferences. And so if you're the Kings, 
You just better you better make it this year. Yeah. They will. I believe in them. I Top do, six. I do not. All right, let's go over to the Eastern Conference real quick. So you've got a few teams, uh, just really one team, I think, that's outside looking in that's surprising to me. But you could say maybe two. Miami Heat sit at 10 and 12. They're mm-hmm. in 11th. They're tied for 10th in the Eastern Conference. And then you have the Bulls who are at 12th. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them sitting outside looking in. And then in the playoffs or the play-in, you have the Knicks, the Wizards, the Nets, and the Raptors. If you go through those six teams, who do you think stays in and who do you think falls out? I think the Heat will get in and I think the Knicks will fall out. It's hard not to see the Heat getting into it. <laughs> yeah. What about the Wizards? 11-11? I like the Wizards. Okay. Chris, they could be playing. Chris Stapps has been really, really good for them. I just could definitely see him getting injured. I like his facial hair this year too. I feel like it works for him. And yeah, he's needed that facial. Yeah, he does. Need he the looks facial hair. like a wizard. Yeah, he looks good with the beard. Looks great. Bradley yeah. Beal with Chris Stapps makes makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, they've played well. Kuz has been oh awesome yeah this year. I like that wizard team actually. So yeah, I think they'll. I think they're in the play-in. But yeah, I think the Knicks drop out. The Knicks are like one of the most uninspiring squads in the league. Julius Randle plays and looks like he just got out of bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Like just rolled out of bed. And then whenever he's on the bench, he's got just ice pack on ice pack, and he's wearing like some kind of band around his waist that's like some kind of technology, and he just he looks like he's 85. Yeah. And then he just rolls off the bench. He has like his hair is like disheveled, like he just doesn't care. I kind of love that look. It's I kind mean, of good. cool. It's kind of cool. He looks like kind you know of. Adam Sandler dresses like that. Yeah. He yes. He is the Adam Sandler of the NBA. I'll say that. I like it. Wow. That's not a bad place to be. Yeah. It's great years ago. Successful. Now <laughs> it's very successful. <laughs> I don't know. Sandler's making kind of a comeback. He's got like major interviews on uh, Julius Randle. Uh, uh, Julius Randle kind of making a comeback. That's right. All right. So let's move All up to NBA. the top six in the East. So Boston, best team in the NBA, eighteen and four in the season, just playing out of their minds. Top in net rating, all those things. Bucks right behind him, fifteen and five, uh, and getting Middleton back. I think tonight. Yeah. And you got Cavs, Pacers, Sixers, and Hawks. Um, if you look at those teams. Mm-hmm. Looking at where they currently are, who do you trust to stay in that top six, and who do you think potentially could move into the plan? Like, how are you feeling about the Hawks? I feel good about them. I think the Pacers drop out. Probably the Pacers could drop out. Yeah, the Pacers will drop out. And Certainly, I like the Hawks. Anybody surprised? Like, are the Cavs at fourteen and eight surprising? No, they're good. Not based off of like, I mean, you saw it in the first week with the Cavs is like oh my god this really works like everything just clicks that's a really good team yeah 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 I think the Pacers will fall out I wouldn't be surprised if the Hawks fell out and like the Raptors jumped up or the Nets Nets jumped up those wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me I'm kind of meh on the Hawks I don't think they'll do anything fun or surprising they're not going to sneak up and do damage I think they're just kind of in the middle like what are they they're they're going to playoff series this year yeah, get out of here. And it's hard. The Nets have won three in a row. The Wizards game, that's a good win. Magic, okay. And then you've got the 
Blazers, which I'm assuming that's Dame is out for that one. So yeah, it's I like, think he was. you know, are those, yeah, he was out. So are those wins? Any any win streak like that for the Nets is good. You just for take, them. Yeah. 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 Any, yeah. Wherever, it, however it happens. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter how you get it. Okay. That, that Nets squad outside of Kevin are just. Did you see rough. what he said on Twitter to that guy who's like a big Nets fan? Yeah. So good. So uh, I'll just very quickly summarize it. Some Nets fan was like, oh, the Nets are the best. This is why, blah, 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 blah. They're going to really, you know, I don't know what they're going to do. Keep going. He said they're they're, they're just praising the Nets. Katie quote RTs it and said, Nets got you in hell, man. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. Something like get a life or do something else. I I, I can't remember. Yeah, here it is. So (laughs) this Nets fan. He he. So he had a tweet that says, "This Nets team is amazing. They're going to win 55 games in the NBA championship. Slow start was a fluke. Go Nets." Then he quote tweets himself and says, "I'd argue the Boston Celtics and Milwaukee Bucks are one, maybe two major moves away from being on our level. <laughs> Go Nets. This team is all caps elite. KD is winning MVP. Ben, Kyrie, KD will all be will all be all NBA." <laughs> And then I don't know if I don't think he tagged Kevin in it. Like he's got like 35 retweets, 300 likes. And Kevin says, Nets got you in hell. You may need a break. This is going to break you, my brother. (laughs) (laughs) Also, just like, okay, when I read that on Twitter, it was different than when you read it out loud. Because when you read it out loud, I was like, oh, I was realizing, oh, this is a kid. This is like oh, an eighteen-year-old kid, probably. Yeah, it's gotta, it's gotta be, it's gotta be, or just somebody who is delusional, <laughs> you know. It's so funny that uh, Kevin Durant, who is this guy, is just all he's doing is praising him. He's Kev, Kevin is kind of awesome right now. Yeah, like his podcast that he was talking about Shay and about the Thunder. Like I listen, to, I don't listen to his podcast ever, but I listen to that. Um, just his like blunt honesty with stuff is is a it's kind of refreshing with the way that a lot of other you know stars interact with people. I'd agree. It feels like he's starting to break through the. It, maybe he's been feeling this already. Yeah, but it does feel like looking at him, he's starting to break through that really kind of dark and unhappy sounding. Like, yeah, he, he's, like, he's like this. Just stuff. like this is what it is. Yeah, like here I am. Here I'm. I'm here. Yeah, and maybe know. maybe he's been there, and it's just taking us this long to real to see it. That was so funny, though. That was very funny. Something else that was funny is the TNT guys. And this is how you know Shay hasn't made it yet, is they don't know his name. They don't know how to say his name. One that's his 14th 30-point game. Who's got 15 to lead the league? Giannis. Nope. Oh, Gilchrist. Gilchrist. <laughs> uh, let me tell you something. Close. Shea, Shea Gilgis Alexander. That's what I said. Gilchrist. I said Gilgis. I, I had no idea. Hey, let me tell you something. If, if Shea Alexander Gilchrist is not. <laughs> See, Shea, thank you. He just said the same thing. Shea Alexander Gilchrist. It's getting late. Oh, it's late. It's late. It, it, it might be the cologne. It is 1 o'clock. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. If he's not. No, seriously. If Shea Gilgis Alexander is not starting in the All-Star game. 
We're not going to let the public vote again. Okay. He should be starting at the two spot in the Western Conference <laughs> easily. Yeah, his. Oh, my God. Shaq, That's so Shaq. good. He just completely, yeah, Shaq said that. goes, Gilchrist. <laughs> All Shaq said was Gilchrist. Not Shay Gilchrist. He, he just, just called him Gilchrist. Gilchrist. <laughs> and then he was like, I said, Jill, I said Gilgis. And then they're like, Shay Gildress. Alexander. <laughs> Chuck calls him Shay Alexander Gilchrist. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you know that they that he has not made it yet. He is on the cusp of becoming a superstar, but he's not there yet. And no. then, by the way, says declares he has to be the starting two guard on the All Star <laughs> team. If he's not, the public shouldn't be allowed to vote after they just butcher his name for Shane two straight minutes. Alexander Gilchrist. It's oh, oh, so good. Uh, all right, Shay Gil just. We'll be right back after this quick break. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. 
We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f***ing best. Each week, Jay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And we're back. Oh, we're back. <laughs> After that quick break. And it's time for some Twitter questions. Twitter questions. You got questions and you ask them on Twitter. Now we answer them for you. This is Twitter questions. Now let's get down to it. Our first Twitter question. This is a great Twitter question, by the way. This comes from at Aaron underscore Toller. What's up, Aaron? Aaron's got a great question. This is actually a question that uh, my wife, my wife, what's up, Aaron? Has been. Uh, do you know Aaron? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. Um, this is a question that anytime Amy watches a Thunder game with me, she asks, and it's. He says, "I think Coach Degnault is doing a great job with the team." But how do you feel about his overall vision? He is always squinting. This is a great question. I've noticed this. And you know what I always think? That he's thinking. Every time I see that face, I'm like, man, he's really trying to figure something out. You know, some kind of strategy or what's working, what's not working. Amy thinks he's he's fighting off a sneeze. Oh, he's just constantly fighting it's off just a like, sneeze, huh? So I am a... You won't notice this, but if you notice me in pictures, like mm-hmm. I'm a over squinter really but yep. there's a sensitivity to light that i have right mm. and so even with the smile or any kind of expression on my face is i will unintentionally or subconsciously squint so maybe that's going on with mark as well show me is that what you do no <laughs> you do I was like, I've so never, i'm smiling yeah yeah, yeah but that's dinner. that's Everyone different does that. that's no different one's not smile okay <laughs> see <laughs> I can't smile when I have nothing. It's a great podcast. This is different. Uh, this is different. This is different. Because no, that picture is, is spot on. Like he's, he, he's, he's definitely thinking. Because he's and it's definitely like he'll look up at the jumbotron every time he looks at the jumbotron. It's yeah, that's true. That's true. Every time I'll pay you. It's a great time to subscribe to YouTube. Subscribe to YouTube. I'll pay you. <laughs> I'll pay you twenty bucks yeah. if you ask him this next time you see him. If I get a chance to just like. Side conversation. I'd be glad to. Like Mark, you know what? You okay, bud? Do we need to get you an optometry appointment? I got a buddy who is an optometrist. That, we'll hook you up. That could help you out. Yeah, with some glasses because I don't think you're seeing the world the way you're supposed to, Mark. <laughs> In fact, he might become the best coach of all time mm. if he could just like see. wild thing from Major League, man. Yes. Yeah. I think 
also this might just be that he's an old soul and old guys just squint at things all the time. Yeah, he's thirty seven. Even just well, he, I know, but, but yeah, he's he old. Also loves he's Bruce an old thirty seven. He's yeah. the oldest thirty seven year old in the world. Exactly. See, I think he's just squinting because he's like, you know, there's some kind of brain activity happening, and that his face just does that. I th- I think he honestly can't see. Really, what's wild for me is I'm like if I walked, if I ran into Mark. Hmm. Like I wouldn't be having. A he wouldn't get out of the way because he couldn't. He couldn't see. see. Yeah, but he. <laughs> okay, uh, he wouldn't. <laughs> it would not be. So I'm older than Mark by three years, hmm. but in a conversation with him, as I would definitely feel like I'm the younger of the two of us. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Now not, that's probably not, more status than it is. But also, <laughs> I mean, I yes, know. definitely. He's one. He's one of thirty NBA coaches. Yeah, it's like yeah. sitting at his feet and listening to he, him. He, to his credit, is awesome. Just like an awesome person. And I think Thunder fans, if they, you know, had a chance to like get to know him, they would be even more happy that he's the coach of the Thunder. Like he's just he's genuinely a really good guy. So it's great. Also, get some glasses, Mark. Mm. Our next Twitter question comes from at Alex underscore Bowler Jack. You have the ability to grant one player elite passing, one player elite shooting, and one player elite defending. Give one of those to each of these players. Usman Jang, Poku, and Wiggins. Mm, okay. Each skill may only be given once. Elite passing, elite shooting, elite defending. Hmm. I'm going to give elite defense to Poku. Because if Poco is an elite defender, like elite, I guess, it, it, I guess you don't lose the current skill you already have. He's already a forty-two percent. Like I'm feeling shooter. more and more confident in his three-point shooting. Yeah, I think he's probably like a thirty-seven percent three-point shooter, which is awesome. Which is awesome. So if you make Poku like a dominant on-ball defender, just an uh, no a, everything. Because I think he's you, pretty good. I think he's, he's a pretty natural rim protector. Blocking he LeBron becomes, James off the glass. He becomes seven foot Draymond Green. Yeah, that is mm-hmm. the centerpiece. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Centerpiece of your defense hits, cor- but can hit shots. Yeah, can hit corner threes. Finishes at the rim. Doesn't shoot like he has a backpack on. That's your generation player. I love the idea of people thinking they could post up Poku. Because he's a stick, and they like can't and him move just him, swatting them every time. Yeah, like Gobert's like, I can't move this guy because he's dirty. Stick po two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Po two. Po two. Po two. Gilchrist. <laughs> Gilchrist. <laughs> Shea Alexander Gilchrist. One, that's his fourteenth thirty-point game. Who's got fifteen to lead the league? Giannis. Nope. Oh. Gilchrist. <laughs> so confident. Gilchrist. Uh, All right, so elite passing. Elite shooting, give it to Wiggs, man. Give it give it to Wiggs. Oh, please. Yes. If he was like a 44%. We don't know what he actually can do. He may be an elite shooter. He would be Clay Thompson. Give off movement. That's, yeah. that's our Clay Thompson. What if you right gave there. elite shooting to Jang, though? Uh, that would also be cool. I just like Wiggins so much better personally as a human person. I see. Nothing against. Nothing. I think it's, and I do think that it's like genuinely the fact that Usman Jang is like learning our culture and learning our language, that it's just really hard for him to connect with people. Like, and I genuinely believe that that's a huge part of the hurdle. That's a substantial barrier. The for hurdle sure. that he's trying to get over 
not only basketball-wise, because I do think the game is too fast for him right now, but I do think that that's a huge one too. And learning how to live in Oklahoma City is a really hard thing for him. Anyways, I just I like Aaron. Places. I just like I like Aaron Wiggins. I want Aaron Wiggins to become a good player in this league, just because I, I think he's a I think he's a helpful player today. I think he's just a a helpful NBA player. And if he was an elite shooter, like you always need wings. You yeah, always need wings. And like this this same argument could go for Jang. That's fine. Like, and it would probably be better to have no, a seven foot elite shooting wing than Wiggins <laughs> honestly like it would be more of an anomaly to have right. I mean it's yeah but Wiggins could be the two-way guy which you don't feel as confident about Jang. I kind of do though I uh, kind of do believe in Jang's ability to defend to play deep, really yes I do actually huh. that's that's the thing that I believe in most about him today really? yes how about that did I should you, probably watch him every time he gets on the floor I turn the game off Jang Fender Jang Fender yeah, and workshop and some. yeah, keep working. Just on trying it. to get it going before everyone else does, yeah. you know. Gilchrist, <laughs> <laughs> Gilchrist. Yeah, no, I, actually, I'm flipping now. Give it to Jang. Give this elite shooting to Jang. Wow, you just right. argued against that for a minute. Uh, I know. I just. I, and I'm, what sucks is Wiggins being an elite passer is useless. That's that's the thing. It's like that's that's where I, <laughs> that's that, true. That's where I landed with Jang as an elite passer as well. Is is that's like, kind of fun? It's kind of fun. Good, yeah. good job, team. Because he's not going to... The problem with giving either one of them elite passing skills, because I don't think Jang is an elite shooter, and I don't think Wiggins is either. You just have, like, Josh Giddy again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So instead of just getting Josh Giddy again, I think we <laughs> just need to give Jang the shooting. If Jang shot 44% like off movement from the corners above the break, it was just like, no, do, do not leave Usman Jang. If that was a phrase that was being uttered in the NBA, the, okay, and, and the he's fact on he, the court with po, with Po too, yeah, <laughs> and the team is like, okay, those two guys, don't leave them open. Don't, they hit everything. Don't leave those guys. And then now, you and by all, the way, Po too's gonna <laughs> swat your mess out of here. You have all, <laughs> you have Chet coming back. You have Shea as this elite on ball creator. That's the best. It's championship <laughs> next season. Thanks for sending us down this this rabbit trail of just Potu. 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 Thank you. Uh, next question is from at Harry E. Harry Eve. Uh, even outside of tanking, could a game or two every few weeks, like last night, where Shea sits and rests, and the young guys have more responsibility, be beneficial to development? Absolutely. Or is it more important Absolutely. to get in as many games as possible with Shea and the young core? For fit slash chemistry, I was thinking about this question on my way all night. Just I stayed up all night stewing over it. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about this on my way over here, and I think that I mean I don't know. Shea is playing at such an elite level. I think if he's healthy, he needs to be on the floor. So to do any sort of intentional sitting to get the young guys more minutes, I just think is problematic for. I think the narrative, which I know Sam does not care about, mm -hmm. but I think it's problematic for even just kind of the, and this is just total guessing. I have no idea if this would be it, but I wonder how much Shea would be okay with sitting without injury 
Mm-hmm. Because clearly he's hurt. He was hurt the other night. Like he, he fell so so hard. hard on his back. I thought he was going to be out for weeks. Yes. After I thought he'd be out of the game. I thought. Yeah. I thought this is not good. So I think that there's if he's hurt, fine. But if he's, you just don't do that to work those guys in because ultimately you do want them to develop. Like you want J Dub to be able to figure out how to do what he did against the Spurs, maybe on a smaller level, but doing that alongside Shea. Mm-hmm. That's where you want to go. You know, so that's why I'm like, I don't, I, I understand the sentiment of the question. Like, hey, man, it's really fun to watch those guys play. Now, if they play a team that's not the Spurs, they're going to get absolutely steamrolled too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think if Shea's healthy, you just got to play him mm-hmm. for his morale as well. Like, mm-hmm. he's playing at an elite level, and yeah. not to mention the amount of, I don't know, man. If he has a chance to be an All NBA one, two, or three team, yeah, you got to let that. You got to let that happen. But I do under the the question is very valid, and that I do think that it aids in um, development for players. Yeah, to have time to do that, I think it really does. I think that's why Jordan Poole has that giant contract today is because mm-hmm. he had the time on that tanking Warriors team to figure out who he was. Yeah, just and to get reps and have the ball in your hand more, and not yeah. have to worry about the star. The you know, oh, yeah. making sure that the guy is getting taken care yeah, of. Yeah, so, and it's why James Wiseman's in the G League right now, because they can't, they don't have time for him to mm-hmm. figure it out. Mm-hmm. They gotta, they have, they have to get in the playoffs, and if he's keeping them from that, you can't do it. And now the the Thunder are not worried about making the playoffs, obviously, so they're still going to have chances to develop these guys. So I think it's it's almost the best of both worlds, where like you have this all star in Gilchrist, you, <laughs> and then you get to develop all these young guys like Potu, yeah, like Potu. <laughs> well, and you well, look it, at it, well, I, and like Poku is a good example because Poku has had a chance to develop over the course of the last two years, and now yeah. he's now he's a, amazing an NBA awesome. player. Awesome player, yeah. I, and you look at the Spurs game. You said yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You look at the Spurs <laughs> game. And one yes of, one of, about Poku. One of the guys we've been like nervous about was Trey Mann. Trey yeah. looked horrible yeah. against the Pelicans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just and, wonder about the back. Yeah, but he ended up having a little less pressure. Shea yeah. wasn't on the floor, so we got the ball a little bit more regularly. And, Spurs and against the Spurs, stinks. he played well. Yeah, Spurs defense yeah. Stinks. Spurs defense let's, is, let's see how they look against like, yeah, the Wolves. Still not a good, they stink a good example. Um, nope. Is anybody uh, in the NBA good? The Boston Celtics and the they almost beat Milwaukee the Celtics. Bucks. They did almost beat. The they Celtics. did almost beat. The Celtics. Uh, apparently, the the Rockets, very yeah. good. What if the, what if that was the only context that we had for teams yeah, just in the, the one game they you played? You know what the I Thunder. mean? Like yeah. the Raptors, funny. terrible. Like you didn't have if any you, information. If you weren't given any information about any of the other teams, all you had was the teams that you saw them play. You'd be like, man, the Clippers stink. Mm-hmm. That's a, probably the worst team in the NBA. <laughs> you know. <laughs> The Rockets have to be number one in the West. Are yeah. the Rockets a title contender this year? You know they have the MVP the way, of the league. They are elite at shooting the ball. Detroit's got to be top five. They just got to be. They got yeah. them one pick in the draft. They play. Look at the way that they play against the Thunder. You know, it's just funny to think yeah, about. It is funny. Uh, but then, our, where would you rank yourself? Like, how do you rank your own team when I would you're breaking it down? I would like think that? we were a lot better than we are. Yeah. You know. And just also just because like this is a pretty likable team as well. Yeah, it is. It's a fun brand of basketball, as they say. It's a great brand. Polo two. Um, at L Crossland forty four. <laughs> if we get the number two pick, 
Do we go ahead and go with Scoot? Or do we consider Fit? Hmm, who's um, Fit? Start considering <laughs> Fit. Boo. Yeah, boo. It's good, though, Tom. Thanks. Nope. Um, I think... If you're the, in the right decision is just to pick the best player available. But yeah. I do think you have to evaluate what the difference between Scoot and Amen Thompson is. Because that's who yeah. most people have kind of ranked three. Yeah, Gavoni just came out with his, and that's who he had at three. And he's got a skill type and a size that would be not as redundant for the Thunder. Pretty Thunder. Right, more Zach Levine kind of body style yeah. and game probably. Yeah. Uh, potential elite shooter mm -hmm. that's who i would probably go with it too if you don't see the difference between if if you see scoot as a generational guy and, and i'm in thompson as a good chance to be but like yeah not then you go with scoot you go with the generational possibility but if you yeah. see those two anywhere close i would go with i'm in thompson really i would go uh, just from body type just skill what he fits a need mm -hmm. more than scoot but he's not does. a shooter I'm in, isn't? Mm -hmm. I thought he was a shooter. I don't think either of the Thompson twins are shooters. Yet. Yet. But if they're going to play more of a wing, if that's like your, could be your stereotypical, like three. Yeah. Yeah. Adding another, I understand the question because like adding another point guard is like, okay, we've got a lot going on here. But I just went on this whole tirade about picking if, the guy well, based you know, on the it skill sounded that's good. completely incorrect. It if you're, good. this feels great. If you're in the lottery, you should not ever pick for fit. <laughs> Never, <sighs> ever, ever do you consider fit over talent. Not once do you do that. The Warriors picked two, James Wiseman, because they thought we would like to have that kind of player. Mm -hmm. They picked for fit. They could have had LaMelo. Don't do it. Don't ever do it. Don't you ever, ever do it. Wow. That's why Michael Jordan didn't go in the top two. Pick him for fit. Can he play with Clyde Drexler? <laughs> yeah. Don't every every time someone does that, and then you look back, it seems so ridiculous. Don't ever, ever do it. Wow. Never. Not even once. Okay. You've been staring at me. Don't the whole time. Do it. Don't mm. do it. I'm trying to figure out what you're really I, telling me through this. If you consider fit and your team is under 500, you lose. Hmm, what does this mean you to lose. my life? It's like of the things that are negative about him and Thompson, his three-point shooting is number one. The, so, the Kings, definitely not him. Kings drafted for fit. Brandon Miller from Alabama? Mm. Yeah, what's up, Doc? Yeah, what's up, Doc? <laughs> Golly. Um, I mean, the Kings drafted for fit in 2018. Thought that Marvin Bagley would fit better with De'Aaron Fox. So they didn't pick Luca. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. Don't draft for fit Don't at it. two. You can draft for fit at 18. Who cares? Those guys <laughs> usually stink anyways. Don't draft for fit at two. Never, ever. I don't care. Okay. Hey, man, All we right. get it. All right. Thank yes. you. Hey, there's a chance, by the way, that Cam Whitmore's first game of the season is tomorrow against OU. So Ooh, that's fun. If you're in Oklahoma, you might get to see that. But maybe not. At Ron Lennon. He's my favorite. Why does Wiggins not get more wow, minutes? He's your favorite. Is this a subtle lever pulling? Is he okay with the situation? I've not heard any discontentment from, from him or seen it. He's bebopping around the locker room every time I see him. So 
Take that for what it's worth. For That's, Wiggins? Yeah. I think Wiggins is just happy to be on the team and have yeah. an NBA contract. Happy, happy he's to got get a guaranteed contract. Like, That's right. The dude That's two years right. ago, like he was a second round pick that was destined for the G League. Yeah. He And he proved himself. He earned it. I, I totally yeah, get yeah. that. No, but. he's a good player. He's a good player. Uh, I don't know that it's a lever. I think it's just that there are a lot of players at his position that need minutes. Yeah. And so it's just it just is what it is. At pile of bricks, Jang looks really smooth and has a nice skill set, but seems to be reluctant to dunk the ball and generally play with aggressiveness in the paint. Is this something he can improve, or is it, or is aggression just something a player has or doesn't have? I feel like that comes with confidence and growing up. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think he's ever going to be a very aggressive player. I would be surprised if. What about Poku? I feel the same way. I don't. I would be very surprised if yeah. Poku became a very aggressive player. I think they're both just. And it depends on what you mean by aggressive, right? Sometimes Poku's pretty aggressive. <laughs> true. In true. decision making. True, but true, true. You just watch the demeanor between a J Dub and those two guys, which I know is not comparing apples to apples, but like I love. Have you ever compared apples to apples? Yeah. Couple gala gala to a pink lady, or a Fiji to a Honeycrisp, yeah, that's or good. Granny Smith, or Red Delicious, mm-hmm. and yep. who came out on top? Uh, Honeycrisp, exactly. All right, uh, are you missed and are you peeved? Miffed, 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 miffed and peeved. Are you miffed and are you peeved? Taylor, you got one before you get out of here. Oh, oh yeah. We didn't mention that it's uh, Fritter Nation Friday. Go oh, yeah. out, go out, and get yourself an, a fritter. How can we be miffed and peeved if it's Fritter Nation Friday? It's Fritter Friday. It's actually my friend Taylor brought us fritters this morning. Right. I thought we were gonna eat Twitters on the pod. All of us were so hungry. Twitters, 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 <laughs> Fritters, Potu, They were really good. We all ate it them. is actually National Fritter Day. Yep. So how and can you also be Kenrich Williams' birthday? Happy Fritter Nation, Kenrich Williams Nation. Day. Wow. Everybody have a great weekend. We will talk to you guys <laughs> no again. No, how can you be? Monday. Fritters. Twitters. <laughs> I was just eating Twitters. Just ate Twitters. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.